as previously mentioned, minorities are more susceptible to having increased exposure to illnesses, infections, and injuries. For instance, being that many minorities are subjected to unequal medical attention and resources, it is more common for them to contract severe illnesses and viruses, a factor that has become more prevalent within the past year. With the surge of COVID-19, many individuals across our nation have been dramatically affected by the virus, mentally, physically, economically, and especially in regards to their wellness and health. The COVID-19 virus and other illnesses do not discriminate, and neither should our medical resources. Regardless of race, gender, sexuality, and religious background, everyone should have equal opportunity to receive proper care and public health services. As previously mentioned, advancing racial equity is crucial in strengthening our communities nationwide. During a time of social distancing and quarantine, the connections we had within our communities were greatly diminished. However, as we resume back to a sense of normalcy, many minority communities are unable to resume their social connectedness due to increased fear of the pandemic and inadequate procedures to live in a safe and healthy world. We must take into account these fears and continue reminding individuals through our series, especially in our minority and low-income communities, that taking the proper steps towards a safe lifestyle during the pandemic is accessible, available, and overall safe. We must continue to work together as a community and a nation to urge our neighbors to get vaccinated and help them flatten the curve of COVID-19. We must continue to push for advocacy and accessible resources to allow our disadvantaged communities to access vaccines if they choose to do so. We must reassure our friends and family that by flattening the curve of the pandemic, slowly but surely our lives will return back to normal as much as possible. For example, the WHO, or World Health Organization, states that measures as simple as frequently washing our hands with soap and water, using hand sanitizer with 60% alcohol, and double-checking the safety and cleanliness of drinking water are all large steps in minimizing and preventing the spread of the virus. Small changes such as these can lead to the opportunity of sending children back to get an in-person education being able to once again attend large gatherings, concerts, and social events. However, without our contributions, more individuals will continue to be disproportionately affected physically and mentally by the pandemic. We must work together to improve the accessibility of public health and healthcare resources for all individuals. Milestones that were ripped away from us by the pandemic, such as baby showers, weddings, birthday parties, and graduations can all begin and continue to occur the quicker we work together to provide accessible resources to all. Everyone has a right to be able to go out and socialize and collaborate with friends, family, co-workers, and peers. However, we must not forget those who are limited in resources yet are at a heightened risk for illness and injury. Not only should we fight for equality, but we must concurrently fight for equity, especially in terms of allocation of public health services. Organizations such as the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, commonly known as the CDC, 
have jump-started this revolutionary change towards a more equitable healthcare system. According to the CDC, some of their COVID-19 health equity strategies include leading culturally responsive outreach, reducing potential bias and stigmas regarding race and ethnicities, and conducing impactful discussions and engagement between communities and their leaders. We, too, can help the CDC in taking these steps towards a more health-equitable nation to help our disadvantaged communities, especially during the pandemic. By sharing knowledgeable information such as flyers, articles, documentaries, and educational videos like our It's Lit series, we can contribute to the CDC's strategy of community outreach. Other actions, such as contacting your local officials with concerns of unequal distribution of resources, volunteering in disadvantaged communities and health clinics, and emphasizing that everyone, regardless of their background, should have access to the same resources, are a crucial step in dismantling stigmas and building the relationships between leaders and their communities. Not only will these actions help rebuild communities after the pandemic, they will also contribute to a lifelong change of equity, equality, and having our voices be heard. The first step towards a healthier lifestyle and increased social connectedness is one where we use our voices, power, and compassion to account for those who are silenced and underrepresented. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Center for Healthy Communities YouTube channel to learn more.